You are listening to the United Not Uniform podcast. I'm your host, Crystal. The purpose of this podcast is to have intentional spaces that allow and celebrate difference, difference of opinion, experience, and more. In this podcast, we will truly be able to hear and see one another, even when we disagree. What would it look like if we were truly able to see one another, to set aside fear, insecurity, and doubt, to be willing to embrace the silence and let words carry their full weight? If that sounds fun, or at least a tiny bit interesting, you are in the right place. Together, we will grow as we focus on different topics, hear other stories, and have a few laughs along the way. Welcome to United Not Uniform, where there is more than enough space for us to be seen and to see others. Amen. <laughs> so many of you will recognize that familiar voice hey. as our own sequence. Yes, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> and so we are so excited to have you with us again. Thank you. Sequence. And there was just so much that we talked about with boundaries. And I hear that there's more in your heart that you would love to share with us. So let's go ahead and kick it off. Okay. Well, um, Thank you all for the wonderful feedback that we got from yeah. listening to the show. Um, that was very, very encouraging. And I just felt like there were so many other things that we could have added, like, oh, I forgot to talk about this. Oh, I forgot to talk about that. So um, I'm really excited to be back. I have a few more ideas. So if you're ready, we can kick it off. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, okay. So, but before we get started, and I know this is your show, I just want to honor you and say what an amazing experience it was last time recording with you. We had so much fun. We had so much fun. (laughs) It was so long. Um, And I sent it to my therapist, and she was like, okay, yes, you are correct. This is long, so I'm not going to listen to all of it. (laughs) I know. A lot of people, they were like, because I thought about it. I was like, oh, I should probably break it up. But it was just so good. It was so good. It was so good. It was so good. It was so good. So boundaries. Oh my gosh. I feel like ever since we recorded, my boundaries have been being tested. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, I wouldn't liken it to anything like spiritual warfare, to be honest. Right. But I think it's more along the lines of Am I standing on business? You know what I mean? Am I standing on business? Which is like the new saying in social media. So everything that I essentially shared, am I practicing what I shared? Am I practicing like these are my guidelines? These are my parameters. So I've really been a lot more uh, cognizant of my boundaries. I have lost some friendships. Oh, um, really? Yes, yeah, that has hard. been very hard. I've been grieving them, you know, going through the process. Um, but I think it's okay. Yeah. It's okay because we put our boundaries in place to be respected, to love others well, but to love ourselves, you know, first and foremost. So I really wanted to talk about boundaries with time. Ooh. I don't think we got to that we did last time. So you definitely encouraged me to set some boundaries this weekend. Um, Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. And you were like, you can set boundaries with me too. And I was like, 
anticipated and it really just started with me like getting my hair done uh touched up okay, yeah because it's cute okay thanks you know i got the braids we'll paint a picture thank beautiful you beautiful long yes. braids beautiful long knotless braids down to my waist um but i got them touched up and what i thought would be like a two-hour gig yeah okay. ended up being two hours that turned into two and a half that turned into three that turned into more than that and so I was really um thrown for a loop and because I knew I was in the area I wanted to run I was in a specific area I wanted to run errands I wanted to do this but also I know if you are taking time out to create amazing content for the world I want to show up and be prepared and be in the right headspace and I felt like I was just forcing to make it work yeah and so I think this is an issue that we have really living in DC or the DMV where we either don't want to cancel because people cancel all the time Mm -hmm. or we don't want to let people down but when you gave me that out I I really really appreciated that and so I was able to get all the things done that I needed to. I ended up having a great day despite everything Good. being thrown off. That's what I was hoping. Um, yes. So setting boundaries with my time, I think really started several, several years ago. So I don't know if you remember, but I would like map out the whole month and I would make sure I had at least one week in a month where I had no responsibilities or no commitments. Okay, let me let me just paint a picture for y'all. Okay, so okay. So we would, like again, picture younger Crystal, not very spiritually mature, very <laughs> new, right? And wanting to hang out with the one and only sequence. And she'd pull out that phone, and we were talking months in advance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. When <laughs> you would be free, because you did not play when it came to protecting at least one weekend where you were yes. able to disconnect. Yes. And then it turned into, okay, well, can I have a week where I didn't have any added commitments? So, for example, if there was a staff meeting at work or if we had Bible study, right? that's already on the docket, right? Like, that's already on the books. I'm going to keep those commitments, but I wouldn't add anything else on top of that. And it would really give me freedom and space to regroup, relax, relate, release, all the things that I needed to do essentially to recharge. Yeah. And there would be times where people would say like, oh, but I want to hang out with you or, oh, can you help me with this? And it's like, I'm sorry, that's my protected time. Like I would even have it mapped out on my calendar and my phone. And there was some funny way that I would put it like, do not make any commitments or or Ooh. or um like your time only and i would show that to people like i would literally show them my calendar like i'm sorry this week i i can't I'm booked. make yeah, yeah. I, i'm booked because i need to take care of myself so i think creating boundaries for your time really helps because it gives you an opportunity to recharge. Whether you're extroverted or introverted, we all need time to recharge, yes. right? Yes. And I'd love to, there's so many things I'm going to add because okay, I just love it. when we come together. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. 
first, I love what you shared about even that interaction that we had, because it was also a time for me, and I shared this in the latest episode or last week's episode of the podcast, Mm -hmm. about how I lost my voice, so I couldn't even record if I wanted to, right? Now, that's a whole other story of Mm -hmm. like some Zachariah out here and speaking against your own blessing. Mm -hmm. If you want to hear more about that, go to the previous episode. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Being able, I I just think what you shared is so important about not wanting to let people down, not wanting to be one foot in and one foot out. Like for the, you talked about being in a time where you are letting go of certain friendships Mm -hmm. and holding on to other ones, right? And so Mm -hmm. you're being very intentional. Yes. And I think what you shared is also a beautiful way in which we can walk alongside others as they are shaping new boundaries, right? Yes. Um, Because... And I think that's just what the beauty is. It's like, at least when I look at our friendship, we can come to the space however we are, mm-hmm. knowing that mm-hmm. it's coming from a place of love, that mm-hmm. we're going to be accepted. We might be a little corrected, like, yes. girl, that was crazy. Yes. That did make no sense, right? Yes. But it's always in this idea that I know that you have my best interests in mind, right? And vice versa. Yeah. And I just think it's so important that you surround yourself with people like that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, ju- I just didn't mm-hmm. want to overlook that. Uh, the other comment you made about whether you were an introvert or extrovert, girl, I, something happened to me where I realized, uh, uh, maybe... Speak on it! Maybe, maybe I was never really an extrovert. Let me phrase it a little bit different. I know, she rolling her eyes at me. She rolling her eyes at me. Because let me tell you, my, my family always makes a joke. They'd be like, Crystal can be up a creek without a paddle and she'll be making a friend. I ran my half marathon. I was out here making friends. So we were yeah, running, yeah, yeah. <laughs> crying tears. Yeah. But I'm realizing, and the reason why I say that is there's been a shift, especially being in a role where you are constantly serving mm-hmm. and like providing care on a pastoral and very relational level mm-hmm. where I get depleted so easily. Yes. And where yes. I used to get energy yes. from being around other people and doing things. Now it's, I want to sit on my couch in a mm-hmm. dark room and mm-hmm. just like not have to do mm-hmm. anything, speak mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. It's just like I need not only physical rest, but also just like social rest. And we don't yes. talk about that. Yes, we don't. Yeah. We don't. And so, okay, you I mentioned know, something. So many no, I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm going to start writing on my post note. So, one thing that you mentioned where you said, um, you know, you can be up the creek without a paddle and you'll make a friend. Part of me believes that's the two in you. Ah, the helper? Okay. Yes, wanting to okay. be the helper. So we're talking about the Enneagram um, profile. But at the same time, you can still be outgoing, bubbly, and wanting to establish and maintain friendships in a certain way yeah. and still be introverted because it's how you recharge. Right. So, And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, there's been a shift. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And, I didn't know that was and, possible. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Especially the older you get, too. Oh, so I don't I'm mean, in denial. Y'all, I'm in my 20s. <laughs> I'm no, young. baby. You ain't been in your 20s for a couple years, my love, okay? <laughs> I'm the one over here pushing 40, but I still look good. Okay? Yeah, you do. I got mistaken for a student the other day. Oh, girl. (laughs) And I work at an elementary school, so you know that made my day. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be a little concerned. Elementary, girl? (laughs) I'm not a child. (laughs) You can definitely... (laughs) So, so, um, but yeah, I, I just think it is important. 
important for you to create boundaries with your time because it's just an additional way that you care for yourself, mm-hmm. love for yourself, um, love yourself, and um, just get necessary needed time to yeah. recharge. That's so, so, so important. So important. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we talked about this in the last podcast, too, of like mm-hmm. how... I think we underestimate how hard it is to set the boundaries with the people that we love and we're close to. Yeah. 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 Because we don't want to hurt them. Yeah. And I think that is something that I struggle with that I'm working through in therapy and Mm -hmm. Al-Anon. So, for example... I am an eight on the Enneagram. I'm a challenger. So conflict is easy for me. I don't mind going against the grain. I don't mind rooting for the underdog or it's it's just all about justice, right? So yeah. whichever side of the arc of justice it bends, I'm gonna go that I'm gonna go to for justice. But if I love you and am in deep relationship with you, mm-hmm. it is hard for me to have that tension, have that um, conflict with you because I love you so much, I don't want to hurt you. And I'm worried that if I hurt you, you may leave me. Yeah. So, And, and that is my Ooh. own deep buried trauma, again, that I am working through. Shout out to Miss Valerie, my therapist. Um, and shout but, out to therapy in general. Shout out to therapy in general. Um, but it's still healthy for me to set and create boundaries because... At the end of the day, what is in my locus of control? Yeah. Just me and my actions, and that's it. Yeah. You know? What are you thinking? Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of things. You saw it on my face, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, oh, I don't even know where to start because it's so, it goes back to what we were talking about last week of how we're setting these boundaries in the context of relationship. hmm And... What you said about the fear of losing the friendship, I think, really resonated with me in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, I know, and again, I'm in the process right now. I I shared uh, last week, too. I'm in the process of doing a fast. And during this time of prayer and fasting, um, a lot of things that have been underneath Mm -hmm. (laughs) bubbled up to the surface. Mm -hmm. Which, again, it's a gift. That you're aware of the different identities or lenses that you've put on and how that's shaping the world, the way in which you see the world or engage with the world. And the biggest one around this, this fear of rejection and abandonment. Yes. Yes. And I can see in different phases of my life where I've been so desperate to hold on to relationships that if we were honest, we're Mm -hmm. not healthy. Mm -hmm. I wasn't Mm -hmm. healthy. The other person Mm -hmm. wasn't healthy. It just Mm -hmm. wasn't, it wasn't good. Mm -hmm. Um, But this fear of being alone, like what does that look like? Right? Yes. Yes. Um, Yes. And the ways in which I compromised myself and how I viewed myself Mm. to be who I thought others wanted me to be. Right. And so like when you're now in a place again, uh, a couple years, I guess, into our 30s. Mm. Well, my mm-hmm. 30s. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I, like, again, it's like a mixture of relearning emotions, relearning what does it look like to give myself grace, 
relearning what does it look like not only to now have a sense of value and identity in Christ, but to actually live it out yeah. in the relationships, yes. especially with relationships where I've changed and the mm, others haven't, that's good. That's right? That's good. That's good. And so it's not from a place of, it, it's not from a place of where I feel like I am better than mm-hmm. others, mm-hmm. but because I've changed the rules, yes. <laughs> there's been a shift, right? Yes. Um, and it's just difficult to navigate. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I agree. I agree. I, I kind of want to lean on that and take it up a notch. Yeah. I sometimes struggle with the line between advocating for myself and setting a boundary in certain settings okay. because I'm worried about the angry black woman stereotype. Ooh, keep so going. So, for example, just today I had physical therapy um, and... There's been some transition and turnover within the the office. And so there was a new young lady. She was the, physis- the physical therapist assistant. So pretty much she's the one that's walking me through my exercises and making sure I'm doing them correctly. Yeah. And there is a process, right? You come in, you sign in, the receptionist announces, oh, Miss Gooding is here. And then I go in, I start my exercise on the bike. And then when I finish that, I know what table I'm at. I know what chair I'm at. I can put my stuff, all the materials and items that I need to do my exercises are, are there. Yeah. Yes. And that just was not, it, it was not happening today. Ooh. It was a little shaky bakey. So I get off the bike. This young lady, she does not have a table ready for me or a chair. And I'm ready to work, you know, because I, I, I already don't want to be here because I'm sore. I'm in pain. Yeah. I'm just trying to knock this out. And I, I want to get home and have my own Wusa moment so I can prepare for you all, you lovely listeners. <laughs> I love how your voice changed, girl. <laughs> so, so, and she was just like very, you know, cavalier. Oh, just pick whatever, your favorite table. And I'm like, oh. bruh, they're, they're like all the same. Like, you tell me next half of the items that I needed to do my exercise were not available to me. And she was not checking in with me. I had to continuously ask her or someone else, uh, I need the pad or I need the medicine ball or whatever. I'm getting frustrated on the inside and my co-payment is not that much, but still, like, I'm, I'm here for a reason. Right. And I'm just not appreciating the service of I the mean, she's coming off kind receiving. of unprepared. Yes. Yeah. Then I was doing one exercise, and she shouts from across the room, like, sequence. First of all, ma'am, you may not use my first name, okay? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am Miss Gooding. So <laughs> she shouts I from across that. the room. I felt that. I felt like her. <laughs> She she shouted from across the room to tell me how to correct the exercise that I was doing from across the from room? across the room oh. from across the room. I don't know, like, and I'm sitting there and I'm I'm getting anxious. I'm getting tense. I'm getting hot. And I said, "Why are you feeling this way? Because there's an unmet need. I don't feel like I'm being cared for. I don't feel like I'm being serviced." She's flirting and talking to Jake with the beautiful blue eyes. Okay, fine. And then helping other people who, you know, may not look like me. Right. So I said, you can either just let it go, come back and hope you don't get her, or you can talk to a person that you feel like you have a good relationship with at this, you know, location and say, hey, 
I don't know what my options are because you are providing a service to me and I understand I come for a scheduled time that may vary week to week. However, I would not like to work with this specific person again. Would you like me to share why? And she was very receptive and she said, yes, please share why. But even know if you don't, I still will not put you on her schedule anymore. Oh, wow. That's good. Yes. And so I gave her three reasons as to why I no longer wish to work with this person. I said, I will continue the session because I only have 10 minutes left. It was just like, oh, it's time to get my my ice or whatever. Then I was sad and sorry I did that because the woman forgot about me. I had to take my own ice off. I had to turn my own timer off. What? But I... Let me truncate this. Okay, sorry. I am sharing this to say the old me just would have suffered silently mm. because I didn't want to, like, kick up a fuss or kick up a ruckus. Or be labeled as an angry black woman. Or be labeled as an angry black or disgruntled woman. But I said, how can I maturely and spiritually handle this? Because I don't want to be in this position again. Because then I'm just going to stop coming and I know I really need to go to physical therapy. And thankfully, the beautiful, lovely Miss Carla looked out for me. She heard all of my concerns. Oh, and another concern was she wasn't like spraying down the stuff after people was using it. Ew. Exactly. Okay. Come on. We, we can't have that. So now what Miss Carla does with that information, it's above me at this point. But I feel proud of myself for yeah. the growth of advocating for myself and finding the appropriate words, confidence, and way to set that boundary. I don't want to work with her anymore. I want to keep coming here. Anybody else but her. Yeah. Oh. Because it's like, one, claps for sequence. Thank you. Excuse me. Claps for Miss Gooding. <laughs> no. <laughs> Because that is not easy to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, it is the year 2023. Can we all just acknowledge the fact that we all feel emotions? Yes. And that, yes, there are going to be times where I'm angry. There's spicy crystal. Yes. It's there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know. I feel my sister listens to this, and so she's going to be like, absolutely. Yeah, I know. Spicy crystal. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that in our, in our efforts, you have to act a certain way. You have to be... Not good, but better. Yes. Excellent. Yes. Because everything is counting against you, right? Yes. And being in that narrative, being in that pressure, mm -hmm. you start to um, see things through the lens of you are never going to be enough, right? Mm -hmm. And so I love what you said about like taking that time to say, what is it I need? Yes. And so I guess my question would be, mm -hmm. for someone who maybe they're hearing this yeah. and they're realizing, oh my gosh, I do that? I still yeah. am monitoring my emotions and mm -hmm. and again I want to clarify being able to control your emotions and not yeah. pop off like yes. all of us should be striving yeah. for that yeah, 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 what yeah. we're talking about is something more institutionalized and systemic that mm -hmm. is a result of yes the society or culture that we live in right yes but my question is for someone who is just newly leaning into thinking about what they need mm-hmm like, what is that process or that journey like? Like, how do you even unpack that? Oh, great question. Because it is not linear. Oh, it's not a, It's not a straight line. Yeah. We might have some zigzags. We might have some loops. We might have a couple step backs. Yeah. But I think it is 
taking time to ask yourself why. So Ooh, one of my good. first therapists um, asked me to read a book by Tara Brock. And I don't remember the correct title, but it's something along the lines of radical acceptance. Oh, and I've never it's heard of a that. four hour audiobook. I think it only comes as an audiobook or on a CD, and it's four hours. A CD. And the crux, I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it is not new. Um, but the crux of it is asking yourself why. So I'm I'm angry that my partner left the milk out. Why? Because I don't want to always have to be the one to put it up. Why? Because it's not fair. He should put it up. Why? Because I need him to be responsible. Why? Because I'm tired of being the only one responsible in this household. Why? Because we both live here. We both cohabitate. We both pay for the groceries. Why can't he see? Just put the milk up. Why? Because I don't want to feel like I'm the only one carrying the load for maintaining the house. And then I'm here alone, even though I'm with someone. Yeah. So getting down to the why. And a lot of times it is due to an unmet need. Need. Yeah. And if you can identify, okay, what is the unmet need? And then if someone needed to talk to me about this, what are the words and phrases I would want them to use to me? And not saying that you have to sugarcoat it, right? Because right. sometimes you 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 need to be honest. You know, there's a way to do everything with love and kindness, okay? Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> you can ask the Holy Spirit for discernment. You can ask the Holy Spirit to give you the words to speak. You can pretend as if you are speaking to yourself or your best friend or your own child even. Yeah. And use that to sort of create the words and the phrases to get your point across without seeming harsh. Yeah. When you were talking about like the importance of asking why mm-hmm. my immediate reaction, and you might laugh at this uh, teaching at an elementary school, but like how kids often ask that yes. question, why? Yes. And it can be so yes. exhausting, yes. but there's so much, I'm a big believer. I mean, it's all throughout scripture. There's so much that we can learn from our children mm-hmm. and how they view the world, mm-hmm. how they engage with it, yes. how humble they yes. are. Right? Yes. Yes. Um, and to ask yourself that why, cause I was so shocked. Even when I think about myself, when I'm feeling all of these emotions in real time and mm-hmm. there are going to be some times where it just comes out, right? You're not yeah. able to, yeah. Yeah. Um, process in real time in a way that um, mm-hmm. it's always honoring not only for yourself but for others and that's the part about being human right yeah. we're not going yeah. for perfection yeah and hopefully those that you were with there is grace there's understanding right mm-hmm. but being able to articulate that specific need is so much harder than we realize and so I feel like the way in which mm-hmm. you ask those questions ask that question of why mm-hmm. and when you get to that moment it's mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, that's yes. how I feel. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And it it can, it, it's almost like a breakthrough every time because yeah. you're really being honest and raw with yourself, right? you know? Um, but then, you know how they say knowing is half the battle? Yeah. I think it's less than that. I think knowing is just like 10% of the battle because the work that you have to do once you know is so much harder. Yeah. It's not sexy. It's not fun, you know? And 
just trying to be a decent human being is hard. It's really hard. It's so hard. Choosing to be quiet, wait for the right time to go and and speak with the receptionist as opposed to confronting the young lady. Like, why are you not over here helping me? Or why wasn't my stuff ready? I don't want to sound prude or like a, a princess or entitled. Like, my stuff is supposed to be here. I'm supposed to have a tape. You know, I don't want it to come out any of those ways. And then I realized it's not even her that I need to address, right? It's not even her that I need to address. I'm going to address the correct person and just, you know, hope that it goes over well. And it really did. It was, it was a success. Yeah. But again, going back to your uh, previous question, it is not linear it is a hubbub of a tangled messy headphones that you put in your luggage and then try to get out and they're all tangled and you got to figure it out and take your time like you really have to take your time with being able to identify who you are how you feel why you feel that way and then what do you need to not happen again? That's where your boundaries come in right. so that you are not put in that position to feel that way. Oh, that's so good. And um, as you're doing all of this, it also requires, like you said, I love what you said about how it's really only 10%. Yes. Because that's how I feel too. Because I'm yes. like, wait, we're still learning. Exactly. And, but it is an unlearning process. And when I think about it, um, again, part of the fast, different words that came up in the fast that I'm doing is called Year of the Bride, I want to give mm-hmm. credit to where mm-hmm. credit's due, mm-hmm. by Prophetess Tiffany Montgomery. Um, but when you're thinking of that unlearning, oh, man, <laughs> I, you don't realize how many things you've put on yeah. Yeah. that you think yeah. is making you stronger. Right? Yes. And so, like, even in that moment where you had to, you discerned, my need right now is not going to be met mm-hmm. by this woman who yeah. honestly is providing terrible service. Correct. But there are ways in which I can make sure that my needs are being met. Yes. Going forward, right? Yes. And so, but like that requires a shift, right? Mm-hmm. Pulling mm-hmm. out the eight, mm-hmm. the challenger, mm-hmm. love and conflict, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we've just been so wired and so, I know for me, let me speak for myself and not just in general. There are some times where I just feel like you are constantly either having to be the bigger person, you are constantly having to be yeah. not a literal punching <clears throat> bag, but you just take in everybody else's yeah. mess. Yeah. That sometimes yeah. you do just want to fight, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that is not, one, aligning mm-hmm. you with who you are becoming in Christ, right? Or who yeah. God is calling you to be. Yeah. And that almost requires a shift in where you were placing your trusts. Mm. So like, am I trusting that even though I'm doing what's best for me in this moment, that's good. That whoever or whoever is doing yeah. <laughs> and operating in that space that the Lord will handle, that's mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard, especially mm-hmm. when it's not in the way that you want. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's, that's <laughs> I know. Good. I felt convicted while you were talking. You hit something there. You hit something there. <laughs> Um, work was very challenging yesterday. Okay. Work was very challenging. Um, and some other personal things going on where I just needed a break, right? I felt like the walls were closing in. Um, 
I do suffer from anxiety, but it is managed very well right now. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Because um, that was a journey too. Yes. Yeah. That was a, oh yeah, that was a long journey, like journey to the center of the earth. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I could feel some of the triggers, some of the signs, yeah. felt the walls closing in, and I knew I just needed to step out for a bit. 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever. I just knew that I needed to step out because I don't want to lose my cool. I don't want to lose my professionalism. I don't want to lose being the image bearer of Christ that I work so hard to <laughs> every day, y'all. It's hard. Um, but that is a boundary that I have set for myself. Now, thankfully, I was able to step away, but what do you do... If you don't have a job where you can step away, what if right. you do if you are in an environment where you can't step away? Maybe you go for a walk around the hallway or you pretend to go to the copy machine or the water cooler. Just get up and get moving or you go to the bathroom and flush the toilet and you scream at the top of your lungs while the <laughs> toilet is flushing. Okay? I, I haven't heard that That was that me one. last year. Okay. That, oh, that used to be me last year at work. <laughs> Um, so I got some words of wisdom from Instagram that I do not remember verbatim and I can't even paraphrase them, but essentially I knew I needed to get out of the space that I was in, in some way. And it really did help recenter me or, you know, ground me. So that is a boundary that I have to keep for myself and it's okay to stop the work. Yeah. The work is still going to be there in 15 minutes or 10 minutes, you know? Unfortunately, the same situation <laughs> might still be there. Yeah. But if I could just get a moment to, like, clear my head and take a breath and feel, you got this. You'll come up with a solution. You don't have to have the solution in this moment. You can marinate on it. Maybe it'll come to you during the night or in the morning. That's fine. But right now, you have to care for yourself. Right. That's your boundary. You have yeah. to care for yourself and everything will still be there because the world is going to keep spinning on its axis. It is going to keep, you know, in a revolution around the sun. All those things are going to happen. Time is still going to move forward, but you have to make sure that you are caring for yourself. Absolutely. And especially when, oh, that's so good. Cause I'm even thinking about like, sometimes your silence <laughs> When you get an email, you get a message, mm -hmm. and you're like, wait, what? Sometimes mm -hmm. it's best not to respond That's correct. that moment, right? That's correct. And it's not like, again, I'm not talking about being a silence out of mm -hmm. being petty, out of mm -hmm. being like, mm -hmm. okay, check, mm -hmm. check the heart posture. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, especially if it is triggering in some way, yes. it is important, using the example yes. that you provided us, that you are asking yourself why before you respond, right? Mm -hmm. And is what I'm going to respond going to help or harm the situation right. even further? Right. Because it's also, you know, I mean, let's be real. Sometimes people don't want to listen. Some people, mind's already made up, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I love what you said about at the end of the day, you need to be able to have peace about how you carried yourself that day. Correct. Right? Correct. And it's not about... And I don't want people to hear this and think like, oh, it's only about me. And da, 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 oh, da. absolutely That's not, not what yeah. we're saying. <clears throat> but if you did not live in a way that you were proud of. Yeah. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. Now, it's not from a place of condemnation. Like, mm-hmm. not all of us have, like, all of us don't have the best versions of ourselves yes. every single day. And we all fall short. It's not a crutch. Yeah, but, but we it do. Does happen. We yes. do, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the, the beautiful thing, even in that, is that I would hope if I did fall short, mm-hmm. that I would have people in my corner who know who I'm trying to be hold me accountable yeah and I do the same and that is an act of love it's not you know that I feel like we're going on a different tangent but I feel like sometimes Mm -hmm. when we talk about not just boundaries but when we talk about how people offer correction yes we take it as an insult we take it as an attack and Mm -hmm. often honestly it's really ironing sharpening iron and that you are becoming better because yes. of it, right? Yes, yes, yes. I, I love that. Iron sharpening iron. Yeah. Um, and we just have to be in a posture to receive. Now, you can say, you know, maybe this is your boundary. You can say, actually, right now, I'm not ready to hear feedback or, you know, criticism. That's why I try to always ask my friends, do you want me to listen or do you want me to comment? Oh yeah, right? that's so good. Yes. My, my response is always both, uh-huh, <laughs> but really, uh-huh. but really, sometimes I'm like, I just want you to say I'm great, and I know- exactly, exactly. <laughs> so you know what? I tell my therapist all the time. I just need you in a boat with me to say, sequence, you out of control. You you doing too much. You, yeah. you gotta you gotta paddle back to shore, or nope. You rowing strong and hard against the wind. This is not your fault. I'm here to row with you. Like, I just need somebody in the boat. I actually got that from the movie Devotion uh, with Jonathan Majors. Let's, you know, lift him up. I don't think I've seen that. Oh, it is a period piece, a wartime drama based on a true story of a black fighter pilot in the Navy. Uh, But he's a pilot. Um, integrating essentially in what is an all-white space and what that's like for him. And then his co-pilot person is a white gentleman and he is trying to help his counterpart understand we don't go by the same set of boundaries, essentially. We don't we don't get looked at with the same set of standards. I need you to get in the boat with me and see what I'm experiencing. Yeah. So, um, I took that, I took that with me and, you know, sometimes you do need a boundary against yourself because you might be playing make-believe in your head and it's like... I can do all these things. Exactly. Who needs sleep? Exactly. You. Exactly. (laughs) And then you might need that friend to say, honey, Mm. you're doing too much. You need to take a break or we can reschedule recording this podcast. (laughs) If that works better for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mm-hmm. love it. I love it. I love it. So I want to make sure that we cover everything that was on your heart yeah. as we we're winding down this episode. Okay. Was there anything else that you wanted to share? So I just one um, piece I want to add in. You do not have to be rigid. Mm. 
and marginalized with your boundaries. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, tell us You more. can have some boundaries that are strict. You can have some boundaries that are, I don't want to say loosey-goosey, right? Because in our previous episode, we talked about holding a line and being consistent. Yeah. But I'm talking about honest-to-goodness boundaries that are going to protect you, yeah. keep you sane, keep your mental health well, keep your relationship with the Lord strong. Um, but I, I don't want it to become sort of like a religious thing, like a legalistic, a league. That is the word that I had on the tip of my tongue, honey bud, and you got it. So yeah, so that's just one thing I want to leave with the listeners. Um, do not, don't go into it trying to be legalistic, right? Practice the why, practice the getting to the root of why do I need this boundary? Why am I feeling this way? What is a healthy way to move forward and communicate that, right? Yeah. Um, Cause we talked about, you know, setting new boundaries with people that you're already um, in relationship with in some way. So I think, I think that's very important, but you hit the nail on the head saying the word uh, legalistic yeah. and, and when all else fails, just pray, yeah. you know, just, just talk to God the same not... way that we're doing this podcast. Right. You don't have to do it on your own strength. Right? Yes. And yes. for those who maybe they are wrestling with God, mm-hmm. maybe they don't know this whole, like, well, I don't know about what a Christian is or someone who follows Christ and, mm-hmm rely more on what they see in the news and what they maybe have personally experienced. I mean, like I always say, if you ever have questions, if you ever want to wrestle, like reach out to us. Yeah. More than happy to. This is what the space is for and how we engage and talk about our different perspectives, our different viewpoints, and maybe we don't always agree, Mm -hmm. but that we Mm -hmm. see each other a bit better and clearer, right? Amen. I also loved, like everything. You. It's so good. I did want to add your boundaries are going to depend on the relationship, right? So yes. it's not going to be the same. So yes. that, I love yes. that you talked about it um, not being rigid. And mm. also, it may change based on your season. Exactly. And yes. so um, there was one time, I can't remember which book. I'm wondering if it was. Um, I'm, I'm, I was like, I'm sorry to that man because I do not oh. remember that gentleman's name. We wrote that book. It was a boundary club. It's a book called Boundaries. Mm-hmm. I see the covers. I got a pencil and a line on it. Okay. But um, even the conversation about what our boundaries should look like, right? Yes. And like he uses a metaphor of like how our boundaries should be when we think of like a fence, right? You can mm-hmm. see through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can control who comes in and out. Yes. But there is movement, yes. right? Yes. Um, and it may depend on, let's say, taking the metaphor a step further, time of day, mm-hmm. if you're familiar with the person, mm-hmm. right? And so, yeah, I just, I think that that all ties into what we're saying about you're going to figure it out as you go. Yeah. And give yeah. yourself permission to figure it out as you go. Give yourself permission to figure it out as you go. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Sequence. I love Aww, when you're here. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be back. Yay. So, <laughs> Y'all, please reach out to us like you uh, did before. Um, I'd love to have sequence as much as she would allow us. Okay, okay. But just remember, there is more than enough space for us to be seen and to see others. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. 
Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. It is truly a joy and a pleasure to be able to record these episodes for you all. In this new year, we are going to be transitioning to releasing episodes every other Friday. And uh, I'm just excited about all of the exciting content we have, a lot of the guests that we have coming. So please, 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 if you have topics that you would like us to cover, ideas that you would like to share, please reach out to me at the United Not Uniform podcast email. And it's United Not Uniform, all spelled out, at gmail.com. All right, looking forward to this new year with you all.